I think I might have the best deal you've ever heard in your life. Contact Emily at Emily at Pixie Dust Potions to get started planning your dream vacation. And if you mention us, Cast Conversations, you'll get a free gift card with your stay. Now, Emily isn't a typical travel agent. She's going to do a lot more. She goes above and beyond. By booking with her, you'll receive customized vacation tailoring to you and your family's budgets and interests. She'll be a go-to person to ask questions and receive accurate up-to-date information. She'll do dining booking. She'll give you personal recommendations and tips and tricks to help make the most of your time. She'll give you money-saving exclusive deals that are only available for her guests. Full concierge service to plan your day-to-day and her personal phone number, and she's on call if any emergencies arise. Now, we all know some travelers might enjoy planning themselves, and that's okay. She can be as hands-on or as hands-off as you would like, and her flexibility and expertise will help you have the most wonderful vacation. If you'd like to check her out, she's on Instagram at at MidwestMagic. It's at Midwest.Magic. And then you can contact Emily at Emily at PixieDustPotions.com. And again, if you mention Cast Conversations, you'll get a free gift card with your stay. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Cast Conversations. If you're listening um, on Spotify or if you're listening on the FPE Network on YouTube, uh, welcome in. We're happy to have you here. Um, Anyway, enough about us. Uh, We have Anna Marie here with us also known as Hutch. I was going to say our new friend, Hutch. Yeah, Hutch. She let us in on the the friend nickname. Yeah, I feel feel honored. We're not on the professional. We're on the friend. (laughs) So um, this is awesome. Well, welcome to the show, Hutch. It's good to have you here. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, So we were talking before the show. Um, You were a lifeguard at like a plethora of places. You want to tell us a little bit about that? Yes. So I was casted um, as a lifeguard in the Sasagula region. So that's both sides of Port Orleans, uh, Saratoga Springs, and Old Key. Um, and I was also fortunate enough to lifeguard at Art of Animation, which was a very cool, very different experience being a value resort. So lots of places. It was very fun. Yeah, that's, that's awesome that you got to experience so many different locations as mm-hmm. many cast members or college program members only experience their one location yeah that was Uh, a great thing that once you're a lifeguard you can lifeguard anywhere so if there were openings if they needed help i got to go and it was amazing to see so many different places yeah very cool were you a little disappointed at all that you were not in one of the water parks no absolutely not um i didn't start out lifeguarding. I started out in attractions, um, but I really wanted lifeguarding. So when they offered me the transfer, I took it. Um, and I did not want a water park. The thought of a wave pool was very nerve wracking to me. Um, so I was a shallow water guard, nothing deeper than five feet. So I knew I could always touch the bottom. That's nice. So, I mean, just a lifeguard in general, like the name itself kind of says it. That's it's a very like intense role. It's not like you're just handing out food or anything. Like right. you're guarding lives literally. <laughs> so like what was that stress like going into work? Was it stress? Was it fun? Like what what was it like day to day? It was equal parts fun and stress. Um, we never stop training. We have four hours of mandatory training um, every month. We call those in-service trainings or ISTs for short. And you go through everything. 
CPR, any broken bones, any sort of situation you could think of, we have to be able to take care of that. And it happens. Um, (laughs) I was fortunate enough to not have to do anything other than minor cuts and scrapes, but you know, you carry your drinks around, you're not paying attention, people leave their stuff around. Um, We also, during our shifts, you could get um, visually audited or Mm. more of a physical audit where they would lay a silhouette on the bottom of the pool and you have 10 seconds to go get it. So you cannot afford to not be on your toes at any given moment. How, How many times did you have to go in after that silhouette? Um, for the silhouettes, I went in twice. Twice. Oh, so okay. not too bad. No, not too bad. It's all at random. So they don't test you. They test the area. Okay. 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 So like you can rely on your other lifeguards kind of too. Yep. Okay. And there's a so- lot of places that have overlapping water. Um, so everyone kind of has an eye on everything all the time. So you never feel alone in your role. So, okay. I see you have glasses. How does that work for corrected vision, like diving in the water? Do you have to, do you have to have like some sort of correction or like, how does that work? You have to have 2020 vision um, corrected. And so during my, that was something that I was concerned about. You have to do a vision and a hearing test before you begin any of your training. Um, but you also have to wear sunglasses. So sometimes you, have to. you do, it is part of your costume. Wow. Hmm. So I did invest in sunglasses that would fit over my glasses, but I also went with contacts sometimes. Um, but you just have to go in with what you have. So that's what a uh, what kind of sunglasses they provide you? You get some Ray Bans in there. Yeah, some. some they some do Maltese. not actually provide you with sunglasses. What you do have to? Wow. Yes, you do have to get your own. Um, Jeez. They have to be Disney look, but Disney look is very lax right now. It's very um, lax. We're kind mm-hmm. of in a, a make it work situation all the time um so they just have to be kind of formal appropriate you still have to see your eyes if you're talking to someone they have to be able to maintain eye contact with you um but other than that it's pretty open you can cheap five dollar sunglasses or Mm -hmm. more expensive that helps with blocking the light i still feel like that's pretty bogus that they don't they require it but don't supply it you would think yeah. that Disney could just shovel out the um those little plastic ones with the right, covered, that you get from the like, gas station. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. They do, however, provide us with your own shoes, which was nice. Um, okay. On my previous CP, I had to buy my own shoes. Um, but lifeguards, since they're very specific slip-resistant shoes, they do provide those at costuming. So with those shoes, are you getting like the... um? Are they those like waterproof kind of like elastic stretch ones? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you can, you have two options. You have Crocs that kind of oh. look like nurse's shoes. Nice. Um, which you can buy your own Crocs. You just, if we have to stop the slide for any reason, you have to walk up the slide. So if you oh. don't have company provided shoes. Mm. Um, so any Crocs are good, but the other shoes they provide you are white sneakers. Nothing special um it's very sad those things waterlogged yes um (laughs) i did learn that the hard way yeah that's tough so did you did you go with the uh the long sleeves or the short sleeves i went with the short sleeves 
Um, I'm from Michigan, so the mm. heat <laughs> in the middle of the summer, I didn't really feel like I could do long sleeves. Um, but there, it's a pretty 50-50 split over who wears what. I see y'all walk around like you're, um, I feel like you guys are like getting ready for war. You have all <laughs> these things on your belt all the way around. What are, yes. what are you carrying on you? So those are called our hip packs. Um, inside there, some of us keep like toys and things to hand out to the guests, but we have, um, a seal easy that there's no, if you have to provide CPR, there's no physical contact. Everything has, um, like some sort of shield or cover. And so you have your seal easy, which you would put over to seal in the airways and a one-way valve, which only your air is going in. You're not taking theirs back. And then um, we do have some COVID requirements in there. So we have um, a Veromax filter, which keeps out any cross-contamination, any COVID symptoms that they might have prevents you from getting that as well. That's hmm. so cool. That's a lot of stuff. A lot of yes. stuff. <laughs> So do you, do you have to make sure you're restocked before like every shift? Yep. So we keep a lot of gloves in our hip pack. Um, okay. So you'll use those for any emergencies. So you don't touch, have any skin contact, but also if you're, we're all custodians. So if you see any mm-hmm. trash, we'll put on our gloves too. Um, so every shift you have to make sure that your CLEZ is fully inflated and that you have enough gloves to get through any situation. So this is kind of, kind of a tough question, but um for roles, probably like Phil and I, like I worked in food. So now when I go places, I look at the the way food's being served and I'm like, oh, that seems like maybe not right. Or that seems like Disney would have done it this way. Have you gone anywhere now where you see lifeguards or anyone that's on like a life patrol and you're like, oh, that's an interesting way of doing that? I haven't had that yet. Um, I have looked at lifeguard positions back home and they we are Ellis trained for Disney. Um, and everywhere back home is Red Cross trained, which is slightly different, but there's still the same basic requirements. And I just, being Ellis for so long, I don't know that I could convert to another way when I've done it. So for could so you long, I've done it. Explain the difference. Um, so Ellis, um, Jeff Ellis is the, the founder of this company. He was born and raised in Chicago, I believe. And he was actually a um, lawyer that would look at scenarios after something has happened in like a water park or a resort. And he was like, they need to be doing better. And so he came up with this company. And so he will come around, he will audit you. And it is very intense. Um, During my training, I actually wasn't sure that I could make it as a lifeguard because of how strict (laughs) everything is. Um, But I think that strictness, I've never done Red Cross so I cannot speak for Red Cross, but Ellis being so strict, I think really helped me. It helps to understand the value of what I was doing and that I, while working at Disney is great, I'm also there to do a job. I am there to keep everybody safe. And that I think is a good reminder through Ellis. Yeah, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So we're, so I know you said you were originally attractions. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Did you say why you switched to lifeguard? I applied for part-time lifeguarding before I applied for the CP. I was part of the 2020 CPs that got sent home. Mm, So I got the email to come back, but I had also put in an application for part-time lifeguarding that I really wanted. And they said there were no positions available. 
Um, so when I started lifeguarding, they sent an email again saying they were really short on lifeguards and if anyone wanted to transfer. Um, so I did simply because I wanted it so badly, but I was at Peter Pan and Small World and I have nothing but positive things to say about it. So it wasn't mm-hmm. that I was unhappy with where I was. I just knew I had a better purpose in going to lifeguarding instead. So I guess this is more so a question for me because <clears throat> um, I've considered lifeguarding with Disney. How do y'all get to go to the bathroom? Because like you've got a station. Yes. Um, so we have almost every guard, depending on your location, has a radio. Um, you can call out your coordinator and um, they can come out and they'll scan on for you and then you'll scan off and you'll just run to the bathroom and come back. Um, as long as you don't like dilly dally while you're out, most right. coordinators are very good about making sure that if you have something to take care of, they will bump you off so you can go. Right. That, yeah. that would be a huge problem for Jeremy because yep. Jeremy goes to the bathroom like every 10 every minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. yeah. Also, so Michigan is not that warm all the time. So I didn't used to drink a lot of water. So moving to Florida in June, I was drinking a mm. hundred plus ounces of water a day. Yep. So until I adjusted, uh, it was a rough couple of shifts. I, yeah, but, I also found myself just because I had a water bottle provided that absolutely. I just had on me. I just constantly, if I was bored, I would just yeah. drink my water. So I, I had to go pee all the time. Um, so uh, that kind of leads me to another question. What would happen if you jumped in the water and like it wasn't necessary? Mm, so that does crazy. happen sometimes. Um, they always tell us to trust your gut if you see something you go Hmm. i would much rather jump in for nothing than miss the time i should have gone so no one will be upset with you for going if you thought if you thought you saw something on the bottom if you thought you saw a kid struggling no one's going to be upset if you go and so if you just jump in your cord will come out assess the situation and everyone has a spot they'll move to during emergency situations. So they'll cover a different area of water until you're back. And sometimes mistakes happen. You jump in, you're like, oh, my bad. There wasn't really anything. And you'll just scan back on and just keep going about your job. Okay. That's nice. that it's like just kind of that simple. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, sometimes there's nothing, but it's much better to be safe than sorry. They always tell us that a dry lifeguard is a bad lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> so getting into it what was like the what was your most terrifying moment i guess as a lifeguard um probably my very first jump um i was at saratoga springs and they have two pools there's the main pool and then there's paddock pool which is a little bit deeper and there's a bar right there so a lot of parents will let their kids swim in the shallow end while they head up to the bar and the kids don't understand how deep it's getting. Mm-hmm. And my first jump, the kid looked at me and I could see in her eyes just how scared she was. And I knew that I was going to jump in and I, my feet were going to touch the bottom and I was going to help her get up. But in that moment, I have never felt so afraid. Really? Wow. That, that, that would be very scary. I can, I can imagine. That's so, crazy. The first one was rough. I hate to say that it gets better the more that you jump. <laughs> But, but I mean, more, it's true. It's, yeah, the more experience you have, the more confident you get in your abilities. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, P- 
people are on vacation, they um, I feel like when you get in the water, especially as a kid, you kind of forget that you're in a shared space. Yes. Um, and sometimes rules go by the wayside. Um, is there anything a kid or even an adult has said to you that you're like, whoa, like, geez. I think that some guests don't understand that I don't make the rules. Right. I don't personally care what you do in the water, but I have rules that I have to enforce. And one of Orange County's rules is that you can't have any drinks within six feet of water. And so really, yeah. Mm. So if I was on vacation somewhere, I would want to take a drink and go sit in the hot tub. Unfortunately, you can't do that. Um, And that's where a lot of the issues came was I'm just trying to enforce the rules so that my coordinators don't have to come out, keep everything handled. And it's, they take it very personally when I'm just trying to keep the safety for everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One thing that took me a long time to realize is that like, they're not yelling at Jeremy, the person they're yelling at Jeremy, the cast member. Yes. So it took a little bit for me to separate those that like, they're not really upset with me. They're upset at the situation and I am there for them to take it out on. Yeah. 100%. And I mean, I feel like that's how it's going to be with any position you get at Disney and any other job in general. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in customer service like that, where like, it's just like you're a punching bag sometimes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 100%. So what, uh, what attractions did you work before in 20 in your college program? Um, Oh yeah. You said, you said Peter Pan and small world. Yes, but my my last CP, um, spring of 2020, I got to work at Star Tours, and that was incredible. Okay, okay. There's like, go ahead, Phil, sorry. I was just going to say, what what made you like that one so much more? Um, I I really like Star Wars. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, I was a casual Star Wars watcher before. Um, but the Star Tours group has so many jokes to tell the guests that are diehard fans. Oh, really? And their love for it made me go back and like rewatch the movies, reevaluate. Um, I, the group that I worked with, it was a lot of first time CPs, and we were all just so happy to be there and so young and full of life. Right. And it was, I think it was a great first experience with Disney. It really, I mean, every, I feel like everyone wants to work an attraction at some point just to see what it's like. And a ride that's been there since opening was very amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that, make, that makes a lot of sense. And um, I, know, I know once we're in a little bit, I told Jeremy I saw on your Instagram that you had a couple Star Wars posts. So I, I told him we got to get into some Boba Fett Mandalorian talk with you if you've, yeah. if you've watched them. I've seen The Mandalorian, okay. uh, but I'm giving it another quick run through before I start Boba Fett. Okay. It's, it's been a minute since I saw The Mandalorian fully through, mm-hmm. so I want to rewatch, refresh myself before gotcha. I start one. I'll be for the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good to know. For real. Yeah. Um, yeah. The, the Star Tours, it seems really cool to work. I just really like the theming of it being like kind of like an airport. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like a lot of guests probably don't know what they're getting into though when they get on the ride. Um, I so part of our opening procedures is just for safety checks, we have to ride it before we can open it up to guests 
Um, just make sure that C3PO is working, that the video is working, you can hear everything. And I had never written it before. <laughs> so I get in to do my opening checklist. And I was not prepared to be thrown around the way that I was. <laughs> so love the area. I loved being there. Hated the ride. And I got out of every one I could. For real. Wow. Yeah. And don't sit back row to those listening. Oh, Do no. not sit the in back row. The best row to sit is row three in the middle. That's going to make you the least nauseous. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I don't really get motion sick and I get messed up on that ride. Yeah. Is the, uh, I've never noticed. Is the spy always the same person or like the same seat? every time it is not it is not is this it is, is it just random? i don't know if i'm allowed to hear. oh it is darn. also okay. not okay. random um so we oh okay. we will close the doors and we'll walk outside make sure all of our ramps are clear um there's a little camera above that checks the floors so if there's anything on that the ride won't go so that's part of our walkthrough mm-hmm. and then as we close that final door and we say hey watch your arms feet and legs we're gonna shut this door here there's a little click and that click takes a picture of everyone inside the cabin. So then when we shut the final doors and we leave, before we launch, we get to pick whoever we want to be the spy. That's awesome. Uh, that's pretty cool. I, I bet that was very cool being you know, the cast member. Phil, they probably didn't pick you because they think you're ugly. Probably. That's probably. <laughs> they were it. like, oh, they were like anyone but him. <laughs> they we said, do, don't want him mostly up Mostly children or those that have like, celebrating birthday pins mm. um if you ask you're probably not gonna be the rebel spy <laughs> do that makes sense are, uh, so i see a lot of people get like celebrating being the rebel spy does does that kind of urge you away from picking them yes because it means they've been the rebel spy mm. before um we sometimes do there are people that get truly so excited over being the rebel spy um, that we have like little printouts that we can give them and we like write their name on it. And they're like, on this day, so-and-so was the rebel spy. Um, It's Mm. mainly little kids that we do that for. If it's like their birthday and they get to be the spy and it just blows their mind that we'll have something waiting for them at the end. Yeah. I've I've never gotten it of you, Phil. No, I I never have either. Never have. But there's also, so we're, uh, I feel like there's a low percentage chance of you getting it because there's a lot of people at a yeah, time. There's what, 30 people up. in that. Yeah, sometimes we'll also go with the clearest image. Um, uh, yeah. Not everyone knows when the picture's being taken. So if you're like mid-movement, if you can't tell that you're a person in the picture, we're not going to choose that one to be the rebel spy. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. But that that's so cool. That's so cool. I, I can imagine that's fun to get to do. So nice. to Galaxy's Edge, are you a droid or a lightsaber um, pref- preference person? I think droid. <laughs> droid, yeah. I like go- the idea of building your own lightsaber, but I definitely feel like I would use a droid more. I agree with that. Yeah. It's Not cool too, because to, like if you have a kid or like a kid or like a nephew or a right. niece or something like that, they can play with it. Mm-hmm. Not to not to hate on Disney or anything, but seeing videos of those like Neo Pixel lightsabers, those things are pretty cool. Yes, they're very. They awesome. could have done those. Like they really could have. They like, could have. Mm, yes. I think I think once they release the uh, ones that re- are retractable, mm-hmm. I think I think that'll up the game a little bit. I do those too. will be pretty cool. I wonder if. 
those will ever be released. I know. I, mean, I thought, yeah, what is it? Because you were telling me it was going to be when, uh, what's the, what's the place open? Uh, <laughs> Halcyon. Star yeah. Star Cruiser. Yeah. You said once Star Cruiser opened, they were probably going to release them. Yeah. I read online that it's, they're not going to. Oh, really? They're just, yeah. No, but I mean, no release. Who's date to now? say? Because it's not like Disney. Yeah. Um, but who knows? Bummer. Who knows? Not me. Uh, but, but yeah. So, have you seen all of the like newest Star Wars movies? The new trilogy with Ray. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I have. I so it's been a little bit. I saw them in theaters when it first came out. Gotcha. Yeah. They. Yeah. Um. I still. I definitely still like the original trilogy best because I do too. How how are you not going to? But right. Um, but yeah. So, Jeremy, you got any other questions before we? I'm good. We can go to the, the, the classic Disney cues. Yes, sir. So, uh, your top three Disney movies. Oh gosh, um, the Aristocats. Mm. Hundred and One Dalmatians, and the Nightmare Before Christmas. The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, director, what's his name? Uh, it's not the one we're thinking of. There's, he, he's making a new movie that apparently is like, looks really good. Hmm. Um, so keep your eye out for that. I forgot what it's called, so I can't give you any other information about that. Um, two two animal two animal movies though, dogs and cats. Dogs and cats. Uh, are you? Do you like dogs or cats more? Dogs. Dogs. Do you own mm-hmm. a dog? I have two dogs. Two nice. dogs. Mm-hmm. Dalmatians. No, no, German Shepherd and Yorkie. Nice. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, next one is your favorite Disney character. My favorite character to meet is definitely Vanellope. Um, but my favorite character, like in the movies, is Thomas O'Malley. Mm. Wow. Okay. That's cool. That is cool. Unique you, answers. You, yes. Yes. Very, very unique answers. Uh, your favorite Disney album? Probably Phil Collins' Tarzan soundtrack. Yeah, that one. Fan favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Fan favorite. Absolutely. And next one is favorite Disney resort. Um, Port Orleans Riverside, hands down. Wow, that was fast. Yes. Very fast. Did you work at that one? I did. Okay. Ah, okay. Yeah. But it was also my favorite before I worked there. Fair. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. a cool one. It's very nice. It's like a feel that I don't get at home, and that's where we stayed a lot when I was younger. So it's like mm. a home away from home. Yeah, I've never stayed there, but I do. I do want yeah. to at some point. Never There's some had. very cool things there. Horse-drawn mm. carriages. They've got Yeehaw Bob that plays on the weekends. Okay. Yeehaw Bob. Experience. I like that name. <laughs> um. Your favorite Disney bathroom? Um, oh gosh, the Riviera. When you're you walk into the lobby and you go down the stairs, it's on the left. Those ones are really nice. Another answer. Yeah, a newer bathroom, probably exactly. less haunted. <laughs> um, and then finally, 
Oh, Phil, I took I took your thunder. You can go ahead. The final uh, <laughs> final one. Favorite Q. It's probably a tie between Rise if the pre-show stuff is included, um, but if not, then Peter Pan. Yeah, I I include the Q uh, with the the pre-show stuff. Like, I don't know. It, it's hard to beat that one. It, it really, really is. is. At that point, though, I feel like it's almost overpowered. You uh, think so? Yeah, like. I don't you know. Mean it's like part of the ride almost. In a way, I can't say I've never ridden it. Um going uh, in, going oh, in May though. Yeah. I don't think I've officially announced. Yeah. I am going in May. Um and I will ride it then. But That's exciting. Uh yeah, so I don't I don't know. I will I will give you a definitive answer after I write it. <laughs> there you go. We'll uh we'll have you as a guest on Phil. <laughs> um well i mean with that we can uh we can pretty much wrap it up here so um hutch thanks for being on um it was awesome to have you and to talk to you um glad you didn't have to jump any in any water for the episode uh (laughs) but we also learned that a dry lifeguard is a bad lifeguard yeah that's right Um, so um with that thank you all for listening again thank you for being on and we'll talk to you all on the next episode bye-bye